Hi, I'm Carrie Hines. Welcome to our Hair Radio podcast series that features special interviews and segments from the Hair Radio Morning Show, Salon TV Network, along with original exclusive content right here and across 10 other top podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Contact us about advertising your products or services or being interviewed at 347-587-3213 or visit us on the internet at hairradio.com. Now sit back and enjoy your Hair Radio podcast presentation. Again, I'm Carrie Hines. Thank you. You're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now, I have two very special guests joining us today. Well, they're from the world of education. It is my honor to welcome back to the show Dr. Joel A. Freeman and and welcoming for the very first time Dr. Walter Milton, Jr., Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning and welcome. Welcome to the Hair Radio Morning Show. Good morning. We are honored to be with you this morning. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, Carrie. We love being here and uh, looking forward to our time together. Absolutely. Well, listen, I want to kind of jump right on in. Uh, Dr. Freeman, we're going to kick off with you. Uh, You were kind enough to help us kind of launch the Hair Radio Morning Show five years ago, literally hundreds of episodes of this broadcast ago. And uh, we're so excited because many of our listeners, you've touched folks around the world with your story. And so uh, we're going to remind everybody about that, but I just wanted to officially welcome you back to the broadcast and and, uh, how we were able to use that wonderful, wonderful interview as a great uh, foundation for pushing us forward, and we're still here today. I think that's a big part of that. So thank you. Well, I'm very thrilled at uh, what you're doing and how you've done it, your integrity, uh, your stick-to-itiveness, and uh, it, it just, it's just an inspiration to all of us. Wonderful. Well, listen, uh, again, welcome to the show. And now I have to turn also to uh, Dr. Walter Milton, Jr., uh, you are from the Rochester, New York area, and you are, when I tell you, I was just blown away at your story when I started to, to do some research. I'm school superintendent for years, literally office. Yes, uh, so education, <laughs> to put it mildly, is important. Um, so, Dr. Milton, I have to get in there. What... Uh, you know, where did this come from, this whole, uh, you know, this journey uh, that you are on, that you've been on? And this, I'm going to call it a track, I think. You know, so where did this come from in terms of uh, jumping into the education or on the education uh, wagon, I should say? Well, you know, I had uh, two teachers that impacted my life in ways in which you can, one could never imagine. Um, I had a teacher by the name of uh, Adam Urbanski. He was a, uh, a gentleman from Poland, and he talked about history. He was my, one of my high school history teachers, and he taught history in a way that you can only fall in love with. It. But he talked about the movers and shakers of history, the carriers of information, and how we have to learn to deconstruct things and find ourselves 
and the and the whole cloak of history. So he planted a major seed in me. Then I had a science teacher. Her name was Cassandra Frierson. And Cassandra Frierson said that I'm part of a history that goes all the way back to the beginning of time. And I, and I was so glad to meet her because I had an experience in elementary school that my teacher attempted to teach black history, but she started off in slavery. And what happened, it had ushered so much shame and humiliation for me. So that early, those early years of my life, I was on this quest to find out some truths in history and where I played a role. And Dr. Frierson, or Cassandra Frierson, she said that my past is inexplicably tied to the beginning of time. And so um, as a result of those two individuals, I went into education, became a teacher, a principal, and then a school superintendent and decided to step down and start my own company. And then it happened again. And when it happened this time, I said, I'm going to take action. When this whole quest and this desire and this love and passion for history came out, I said, I'm going to, came back to me. I said, I'm going to do something about it. So Joel Freeman was the first person that I've called. Joel has been a close friend of mine for many years. And I know that he is the curator of uh, of many uh, African, African-American artifacts. And I said, Joel, would you, would you go on this journey with me, man? And he didn't hesitate. Um, Here we are. Uh, two and a half, almost three years later, with a final product, a finished product, rather. And our goal is to share our love letter uh, to the world. I mean, this is our divine purpose and our mission as to why we exist. And that is the reason that you guys are here today. And that is to introduce us to this amazing new book. And I'm going to have to thank you, Dr. Milton, for that. I'm going to have to turn now uh, to Dr. Freeman. I'm going to ask you, Dr. Joel A. Freeman, first of all, again, welcome to the show. And just want to uh, say um, we are going to turn to you to talk about uh, this amazing new book. We want to make sure and get that on out there, Black History, an Inclusive Account of American History. Tell us about this book. Yes, um, as as uh, Dr. Milton mentioned, it's a labor of love. It's uh, 1,248 pages, weighs five and a half pounds, has uh, well over 2,500 images throughout, and um, about 500 of those images come straight from um, the collection my wife and I own. Uh, we own over 3,000 items. Uh, documents and artifacts. Uh, oldest piece dates back to 1553. Wow. And so uh, we have uh, put together, Walter and I, uh, put, uh, as he mentioned, we worked for about two and a half years, putting in 12, 16-hour days and working, I'm telling you, it was, it was just like Groundhog Day every day, okay. uh, just working at it and uh, uh, and then going to sleep and uh, working some more the next day and just uh, day after day. So it it was just um, uh, both of us look at it right now and just go, we don't even know how it happened, except uh, God's fingerprints are all over it. And we started in ancient Africa. And the reason why we started in ancient Africa is because we did not, not want to reinforce the notion, either implicitly or explicitly, that uh, slavery was the beginning of uh, black history. 
we wanted to talk about the mores, the folkways, uh, the hunting, the gathering, the fishing, the industry, the agriculture, the ancient African kingdoms that transcend the current geopolitical lines. And uh, now, now we're ready for the good, the bad, and the ugly of the last four centuries. And even when we get into slavery and the slave trade, we, uh, we discuss, we have a whole section just about slave rebellions. <clears throat> we talk about the trickery used. And we have store, actual stories of how people were tricked into uh, coming on the, on the ship and, or to be kidnapped <clears throat> to get on the ship. So it, uh, it just um, we wanted to give a, a whole different view uh, about this that uh, is not normally given, at least that, that we could find. And then there's a gentle timeline that takes us all the way through to the struggle for civil rights. <clears throat> we then, um, once we have um, included that, then we get into the, the whole area of uh, the economic system. <clears throat> we talk about arts, entertainment. Um, we have a section on, on uh, sports, black quarterbacks, uh, the integration of the NBA. And then we have a whole section on uh, uh, 50, 50 states. And it's uh, where we, we provide some insights into black history in each state. So whatever state uh, are, and a listener is from, <clears throat> there will be some specific um, uh, just a showcasing of what has happened in their particular state. Then the final, um, the final unit is all about the North Star. Uh, it's, it's over 100 pages where we have a timeline from 1491 on <clears throat> that, that, that describes all that happened, their interaction between the United States and Canada. And then we, uh, uh, we, we tell stories, we share stories from mid-1800s from a book called Refugees uh, that uh, a gentleman by the name of Dr. Uh, Benjamin Drew went north and he interviewed a lot of people and then he put 114 stories, their, uh, their, their life stories, into the book. And so um, in, in our textbook, we, we, sh we start in, in Vancouver all the way over to Halifax, Nova Scotia, and everything in between. Uh, the Don Settlement with uh, Josiah Henson and so on and so forth. So it's, it's really a wonderful way to uh, show how people from the South, uh, who pro many suffered from Stockholm Syndrome, uh, many just, uh, you know, just the whole, what, how do I deal with, how, how do I, how does a person leave not knowing where they're, they're going to be going and if they're going to get caught and maybe uh, get killed or, um, you know, get chastised uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a horrific ways. And then the fugitive slave laws pushing them into Canada. So uh, we, we really, uh, Walter and I have put together a book that, um, the response we've been getting from around the country has truly been uh, heartwarming, and uh, we are, are very grateful to be the instruments uh, used to be able to help put this together. And, of course, as we've expanded uh, after the writing was done, our wives are very much par a part of this project, and we're grateful to them. And then uh, and also uh, then... We uh, more people came on that helped with curriculum design, with uh, search engine optimization, uh, media relations, uh, professional development, 
and uh, many other aspects that helped to, we now have a team of over 75 people that have helped uh, to bring this to bear. Well, I'm going to say, uh, I think you have at least 76. I'm on board, too. Make sure and add me on (laughs) in to that uh, that, uh, list. I saw that extensive, quite extensive list uh, on your site. I was, uh, you know, at uh, ph365.org. I was quite impressed. Listen, I want to make sure I get the title right. I don't, um, I think I just introduced it as Black History, but it's actually Black History 365. And includes correct. an account of American history. Is that correct? Yes. yes. We uh, we landed on 365 because many times people view Black History Month as the, the main time to talk about black history. Uh, but we decided that this is something that is an inclusive account of American history. That's, in fact, that's the subtitle. And um, we also quote from uh, a gentleman on the back cover. Uh, he's a quote on the back cover. His name is James Baldwin. He said, American history is longer, larger, more various, more beautiful, and more terrible than anything anyone has ever said about it. And that's really, um, when Walter and I saw that quote, we just said, that's got to be on the cover. It's Because that, that encapsulates what we have done. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I have to say, as a matter of fact, uh, Dr. Milton, I was going to ask you, um, being, you know, uh, of course, uh, an educator as you are, uh, you know, and being out in the school system, how did that play a part? Because, I, I'm, you know, I just imagine that you were close, you know, you were a real, you know, you had a real front row seat to what the, the kids needed, you know, to what the students needed to learn. So I'm going to ask you, how did that play a part, or did it play a part in how you kind of, you know, decided to to come up with this idea that you guys have, you know, worked on? Well, it played a major part. Um, what I saw in my years of education, and what I still see now, and um, working with school systems across the country, is that there's a direct correlation with the lack of culturally competent instruction and educational approaches to the negative impact that has on student achievement. We also discovered discovered rather that the lack of uh, historical content has been a significant influence, sir, of uh, negative outcomes for black students and communities, including uh, lack of self-awareness, lack of self-esteem, lack of intrinsic motivation, decreased academic achievement, truancy, discipline referrals, and even some cases, some criminal activity, because what we found when our young people, not only black children, but all children, when they have an understanding of who they are, where they came from, and the impact that their ancestors have made on this world, it just increases all the negative things to turn right into the positives, because we make that connection. And so what we found and discovered that the world particularly America, is begging for something like this because of the, 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 the past, our history that we have and how those things still impact us to this day. So we wanted to really look at those things. We really wanted to look at the, um, the whole impact of the incarceration uh, system and how that connected to education. And what we found is that there's this critical gap. And we believe that we have a solution uh, for this gap. 
uh, one of the things that we really focus on, and Joe will probably talk about that a little later, I'll just introduce the concept, but we said we need to develop critical thinkers, compassionate listeners, fact-based, respectful communicators, and action-oriented solutions. And we believe that BH365 will serve as an impetus to make that happen and to make our world a better place here in America and to bring about a great deal of healing because we clarify things and misconceptions that we've been operating on for many years. That's just, I'm blown away. And I have to say, uh, Dr. Milton, uh, and I was really touching, I know we're here, we're going to absolutely get into every single aspect of uh, Black History 365, you guys' new book, uh, which is being used in the schools. But I have to uh, draw some attention to uh, when I came across uh, one of your earlier books, uh, that talked about this. It was, the title is A Matter of Life or Death, Why Black Men Must Save Black Boys in America's Public Schools. And I know you've written a couple of books, but that was, uh, I read a little bit of the synopsis and I was just um, very impressed. So thank you uh, for all the work that you are doing, that both of you are doing on this uh, incredible, incredible topic that, believe me, even uh, you know, I could put this on every day, you know, for years, and, and it would still just be scraping the surface of what needs to be done. But um, it's a wonderful thing to to do as much research, in it, and you guys uh, can hear it. You've done a lot of research. I see the work, and it is incredible. It is absolutely incredible. So thank you both for that. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, yes, well, very much uh, welcome. Well, listen, if you guys, if you're just joining us, you're listening to the all-new Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Uh, it's my pleasure to welcome these two incredible educators uh, to uh, Hair Radio. And, and uh, Dr. Joel A. Freeman, he's been with us before. Uh, we're so excited to welcome him back. It's been five years. And he's joined, of course, or we're joined with uh, Dr. Walter Milton, Jr., who uh, we're also excited, a New Yorker, a fellow New Yorker. Uh, to the broadcast. Um, and now, Dr. Freeman, you're in Maryland area, correct? Aren't you still out in Maryland? Yes, not far from Annapolis. Okay. And and so we have a lot to talk about because just trying to catch everybody up a little bit. And then I have some more questions for you, uh, Dr. Milton. Uh, but just to kind of uh, bring everybody up to speed, Dr. Freeman, um, I recall that you started off um, early on and you were a chaplain for, wasn't it the NBA? And you did all these amazing things and just had such a, a, a just a, 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 I think it was, well, what seemed on that interview, just a deep understanding for folks um, at an early age. And that's what I got from that. And I was just quite impressed and went on to uh, create that whole space with uh with all these artifacts uh, that you have that chronicle the lives of uh, folks all the way to Africa and here. And, and so I'm just very impressed and, you know, just happy to have you here. So what can you tell us about your collection these days? Anything, of course, we've got uh, your book, which is going to be a big part of that, Black History 365. But what else can you tell us about the collection that you have uh, amassed all of this? And I know you have pictures inside the book. Inside of Black History 365. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's a, a big part of the book and a big part of um, 
I think the uh, contribution because it's exclusively available to the book. The the images there's now over four thousand high resolution images, Amazing. and um, anyone who tries to put together something like this without images, uh, it just uh, I mean it's just uh, it's just very difficult. And what people when we went to the printers in Ohio who uh, manufactured this book. Uh, one of the young men, I don't know how long he'd been working there, but maybe uh, a decade or two or, or close, 15 years maybe. And he, we were just talking with him, and he says, yeah, he says, when I came in this morning, I thought I was working on a National Geographic project. <laughs> uh, and so um, the collection is, is, uh, is made up of uh, over 3,000 items, We've done two exhibits at the United Nations. We had over a million visitors. Uh, I've done three in concert with the uh, White House. I've done two at the Clinton Presidential Library. Done a number with Secret Service at their headquarters in D.C. and a number of other venues around the country. And it's just been um, wonderful. And I, I, when Walter called me about this project, um, I didn't have to think about it because I knew um, intuitively that uh, you know I had been building this collection and it's perfect for a, a curriculum <laughs> in terms of the way the types of items I would pass over 200 items to get to that 201st item that would help tell the story and so I was very selective about the items that I uh, collected and brought together so it's kind of a unique type of collection and um I think when people get the textbook and they start looking at the images, especially the first two units, because uh, you know, the first two units are about ancient Africa and, and slavery and the slave trade. So I have a number of items. For instance, I have one <clears throat> item when I was in Almina Castle in, uh, on, uh, in Ghana on the, the bank, banks of, um, of, of the Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. And I met with the village elders there and they voted unanimously to donate a set of shackles, an actual set of shackles from Elmina Castle. And I was truly uh, humbled wow. and honored by that because I, I don't think they did that very often. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, and so those are the kinds of stories behind many of the collection, pieces of the collection. Just had over 75 given uh, to me. And, and um, you know, I had, had to acquire a lot of things myself, but... This uh, gentleman, his father worked for TWA Airlines. Well, so did I. Wow. Oh, really? Yes, small world. So so he was responsible for all the continent of Africa back in the 40s and I think the 50s, right in that range. And he had, um, of course, uh, being uh, with working in the airline and into Africa, he had many people sourcing original artifacts. We're not talking about stuff for tourists. I mean, original like uh, doors on a chief's hut, um, you know, and, and shackles and masks and uh, figurines and all sorts of items. Well, um, his pa- dad passed away. Of course, his dad, working at the airline, could ship it back to California. Sure. And when he passed away, uh, my, my friend told me, he said, I'm going to uh, make sure that, that there's a number of these that are in your collection. He had this sense of urgency. And he, my friend Pat, passed away about three months ago, oh and he had this urgency wow. to get these items to me. And he wasn't even sick, you know, just had a massive heart attack, and he wow. was gone. 
And so I, I, um, I feel very honored and, 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 and holding those items very carefully. And we have some of them pictured in the textbook in honor of him and his family. Wow. That's very nice. Uh, I have to say, um, just when I look at this amazing book, um, Black History 365, and you mentioned 1,248 pages, uh, I have to wonder about the schools. Like, how have the folks uh, received this uh, book, uh, the textbook? How, uh, uh, Dr. Milton, let's ask you that. How, how has it been received uh, by the teachers uh, and the students for that much? They have received the, the book extremely well. Many of them are not only saying that this is for 9th through 12th grade students, Many of them are saying this engages all ages. This should be a book that's in every household across this country, uh, in particular, and in general across the world, because it has so many um, uh, features. It really does. Um, Also, Morehouse College down in Atlanta is going to be one of the first colleges launching the textbook in January. We are also in a conversation with Hampton University in Virginia that's going to do that. And then we have had a number of people who have purchased personal copies of the textbook. So we believe that um, it has this book throughout the pages. It's, it's, it's a healing mechanism. I just want to quickly go back, if you can indulge me for a quick second, um, to talk about these images. And I don't know if I've ever shared this with with Joe, but it was an extremely tedious task to find the images. And he, like he said, he would go through 200 images just to get to that 201 to say, hey, this is it here. I mean – it wasn't anything that was easily done. I mean, it was arduous and it was daunting. And in some cases, I saw and felt the pain that he went through just to make sure that it was beyond excellent. Because the images not only tell a story, the images bring the words alive of that book. blown away. I love uh, just uh, as you, you know, uh, respond to this and, and uh, you're just painting an amazing picture of Black History 365. Now, how do folks find this book, Dr. Milton? How do folks get their hands on a personal copy or an edition for, you know, like you said, it should be in every household? Absolutely. Well, we're asking the world to go to BH365 Dot org. That's bh365.org. And one of the major features that we have in the book, besides the uh, many QR codes, because we wanted to have a strong integration of technology, we've also embedded music in the book from award-winning Grammy, yeah, award-winning Grammy producer by the name of Dr. Kevin Cates, um, affectionately known as Kale. Uh, and K.O. has developed uh, 40 songs. He's a producer for Jay-Z, T.I., Rick Ross, Drake, 
Snoop Dogg, and a host of others. So we have an expert who has put together amazing songs, and he got the words from the text. And they are just powerful. I mean, Is they this will kind of like a soundtrack lives. for the book. Yes, yes, you can you can definitely say that. And as Joel says, we have yep. a Hamilton in the making. <laughs> I see. Yeah, wow. I, I call it an anthology of Black history because basically we've done is you know he's he's doing a, a song for each chapter, lifting lyrics from the the text itself and the concepts surrounding the text. And um, so you start in ancient Africa and bring it all the way up to George Floyd, uh, you know, uh, some of the uh, things that are happening in our, our culture today. Uh, it's like ripping pages out of the, the headlines, uh, the way we've done it. And then we have an ebook version that is available. Uh, and so that will allow us to even add more items, you know, as, as things happen in our culture so that we can continue to keep it updated and in the ebook version. And that's important, right, always to make sure that, uh, you know, I keep going back to, uh, I forget whose book it was, but I like that word, living, like living history. It just keeps on going, and, um, and I love that. I have to tell you, this is uh, just amazing. We're talking with uh, the authors of this amazing book, the folks behind Black History 365, this amazing, incredible book. We're talking with Dr. Joel A. Freeman and Dr. Walter Milton, Jr. Uh, so we're real excited to have them with us today. Uh, 1,248 pages. This is a huge book, but it is packed with so much information and knowledge that we need. And I can't, um, I can't say it enough. I really can't. I think this is a game changer out there. Um, Dr. Freeman, why was this so necessary, though? You know, there are tons of books folks will say, uh, you know, I saw the books that were out there when I was in school, and those history books seem just fine. Uh, what do you say to folks who say something like that, Dr. Freeman? Well, every time there is a racially charged incident in America, there are some very smart people, um, passionate people who get on TV. You know, we affectionately call them talking heads. And um, you can almost, uh, if you're doing, running a betting game, you could bet that someone's going to say, in so many words, we need to have a national conversation around uh, the topic of race relations in America. And one gets the sense that three months from now, a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, ten years from now, perhaps that same person will be saying the same thing. And... Um, you know, people protest in different ways. We have comedians uh, who use comedy expertly to protest. Uh, some write books. Some uh, will write poetry. Uh, we remember the protest songs of the 60s and uh, the protesting in rap music and, and hip-hop music. And um, some protest by uh, demonstrating, marching. The way Walter and I protest is by coming, by putting in the two and a half years, 12, 16 hour days to come up with a solution to the education gap in America. Uh, our pr protest is uh, we look at it in terms of solutionist, uh, a solutionist approach so that we can start these conversations. So we have something in the textbook that is proprietary to BH365 is uh, we have something called the elephant experience. 
Now, the elephant experience, and we, we could spend a whole show just talking about the elephant experience, but it's, it's the whole idea of, okay, um, uh, we have these topics that people don't like talking about. It's uncomfortable. And um, topics that uh, cause some people to talk at or past each other. Uh, some people block each other on Facebook or other types of social media. And, and so what Walter and I wanted to do is to come up with a process. Cause why an elephant? You know, connection with Africa. Hey, there's an elephant in the room. Uh, probably your favorite joke in second grade was, um, uh, hey, uh, how do you eat an elephant? <laughs> One spoonful at a time. One bite at a time. So there has to be a process, a schema, a, a methodology for dealing with the elephant. And then, of course, the hippocampus of an elephant is extremely large, and uh, their EQ matches and rivals that uh, of chimpanzees and some species of dolphins. So we, it has to be something that's sticky, something that is um, uh, that, that engages, not just momentarily, but for the long term. So that's what we did. Is we uh, so topics such as three fifths of a human being, Uncle Tom, the N word, reparations. Uh, are we in a post racial society after having a black president for two terms? Uh, do we um, uh, can a white person ever truly understand the black experience in America? Um, uh, scientific racism, lynching. And uh, should we tear the statues down? Things like that, topics like that, that uh, we have a certain process that is a healing process, not a divisive process, where students can uh, be, where we have professional development uh, uh, trainers that train the teachers in setting the environment so the students can create an environment that allows for these topics to be dealt with in a way that um, is beneficial. And where, there are, where there's a, um, a binary choice, we have QR codes that provide the pro and the con, you know, the for and against of views. And so it, it invites people outside of their confirmation bias bubbles and, uh, and gets them into a realm where they, they, they begin to see the other side and, or at least hear the other side. And then uh, using the Socratic method, the students engage around it and come up with individual or perhaps even collective understanding about something. So it's it's a uh, uh, why you know to get back to your original question the need for something like this and the response we're getting from uh, principals from educators from superintendents from people who have uh, from you know historians I was talking with a historian the other day and he was saying he's up to page five, uh, five hundred page five hundred already oh, wow. in the textbook. Wow. And uh, and he was saying that he was just delighted. He said, oh, my goodness, he's checking out the QR codes. He's engaging with it. And he just said, I just cannot believe a resource like this is finally available. This is what I've been talking about all my life and a resource like this. Absolutely. So, um, wow. you know, when it comes to um, the distinctives, we believe that um, we have something that is very uniquely crafted it's um, it's designed for healing. It's truth centric. It's um, you know it it has has the music attached to it. It has QR codes, so it's engaging with technology. Uh, we started in ancient Africa, so we're not reinforcing implicitly or explicitly the notion that Black history started slavery. So we get, we bring all these elements together that we've discussed, and we um, uh, we brought it into one textbook. 
Now, uh, you know, we're also planning to create a K, K through 8, so K2, 3, 5, 6, 8 grade bands. Those, those are coming, and uh, we're using the 9 through 12 textbook, which, by the way, engages all ages. Uh, we're using that backbone information to then con- be contextualized in the 6 through 8, uh, 3 through 5, and K through 2 uh, programs. So now, getting back to what I was, how I started this response, now we're starting to get people to, to kids to start talking about the tough topics in a contextualized manner from kindergarten on. And hopefully we'll be able to measure results with the, the students, the teachers, and perhaps even the parents. And, uh, you know, three years from now, five years, tw- 12 years from now, to see what kind of impact this can have on our society that is so polarized politically and to really get people to engage using coming through the lens and the gateway of history, which an inclusive account of a history so that we can uh, somehow see uh, healing happen in our, in our, in our country. I totally agree. I was thinking as you were just uh, explaining that, I was thinking to myself as well, uh, you know, that's the thing. Uh, we are all, you know, when we look back at how when we were in school and taught history, uh, and it really does, I, I hate to say, but it really, that's kind of where you, what you get is, you know, uh, you know, for black history, anything that's relating to uh, to black culture is usually starting with uh, slavery. And so I so appreciate uh, what you have just described in Black History 365. I so appreciate it because uh, just to be able to uh, connect back to Africa and um, and just see a place in, you know, how, you know, uh, folks of uh, black descent, just African descent rather, just figure into everything. So it's, um, it's, 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 it's amazing to me. And, I have uh, I'm kind of uh, blown away just to talk to you about it. So I'm excited for folks to get their hands on Black History 365. It is important. It's an important important book. So uh so what else is there out there? You and Dr. Milton as you mentioned there is music involved in all of this as well. Can I get my hands on some of this so I can play some of those songs on the Hair Radio Morning Show? We'd love to get some of yes. those uh, some of those uh, music files over here. That well, it's it's awesome. probably the music is so good, and I can't wait till you hear it. And I think that uh, maybe uh, Joe um, and I could send you a demo copy for your for your Absolutely. ears only, um, okay. because it's going through the process of being produced and recorded, and and so we're going through all the legal aspects yes, of that. But in the meantime. Yes. Yeah, you, you, we can give you something that you can look forward to coming out, and uh, I think that we would love to have you once uh, we get the green light to play it on your show because it's going to it's going to be a Grammy um, award producing um, uh, <laughs> set of music, and I give all the accolades to God first, but I give them to Ko. Um, who was used by God to do this, to, to do this work. I mean, the music is incredible. And as the kids say, it is highly dope. <laughs> so, <laughs> awesome. So awesome. I think that, um, yeah, you're going to love it. You really are. And, you know, Joel and I are just so honored that you, that you allowed us to be here today to share this, 
one of the most passionate things in our lives, you know, you know, black history. And uh, Joel talked about us being utilized as a vessel. You know, we had many moments that we worked throughout the day and we'll talk, you know, how do we get here? How do we do this? How did, where did this come from? And we just know that this was all divinely inspired. It really was. Absolutely. Well, I have to say, I'm going to just, before we close out on this part today, I I definitely want to just make sure everybody is aware of, again, how to get their hands on Black History 365, your website. Uh, Please give us that again. Um, You know, Dr. Freeman, Dr. Milton, please tell everybody how to get their hands on this amazing book. Yes, Black, or excuse me, B H. 365.org bh365.org Okay, and that is just awesome. And uh, we're real happy about that. Yes, indeed. And also, um, just to let everybody know that you guys, this is not the end of Black History 365 on the Hair Radio Morning Show. Um, I'm so happy and honored that you guys are here, uh, you know, we're announcing uh, right now uh, just an interview arc where we're going to have a few shows at this time, and then we're going to roll out something long-term uh, uh, that kind of uh, can, you know, take parts of this amazing book. We're going to say Black History 365 is the name, and uh, we're going to cover it a little bit more in depth. We wanted to just kind of do a quick introduction, if you will, and talk about some of the things that uh, – are uh, inside of this amazing book. And I've got to tell you, um, we're going to be able to get into some of, before I let you guys go today, um, we're going to tease this because I want to get your opinion uh, of, you know, of, of things that are happening today and how you can tie them to uh, Black History 360, uh, 365, Black History 365, and I know that you can uh, I mean, we're going to have that um, a little later for you guys, or we'll put it on our website as well. So that's just a nice little tidbit that we'll get into uh, a little later. But first, um, again, I want to thank you. Uh, before we go, uh, Dr. Freeman, why don't we start with you? Is there any last thoughts or anything you want to kind of uh, close out this portion uh, today of our interview? Uh, anything you want to leave us with? Like those amazing sayings that you used to have, <laughs> used to give us all these wonderful sayings that I always love. Yeah, anything that you want to tell us today? <laughs> well, I think that uh, the, the main thing I wanted to, that comes to my mind right now is that uh, this this textbook is transcendent. You know, as we say in the in the subtitle, an an inclusive account of American history. Inclusive. And so uh, the whole idea of the term inclusive. I want everyone who's listening to realize that this is uh, an opportunity to engage uh, all ethnicities and um, ages, you know, in terms of young and older generations, uh, different backgrounds. Some are more, come from more urban areas and some come from more rural areas, uh, socioeconomic aspects. Uh, we've tried to be included, include everything. Plus, uh, when it comes to STEAM or STEM, you know, science, technology, uh, engineering, and I like to put in arts and then M for mathematics, we, we've, we've um, provided different aspects. <laughs> Sorry? 
No, I was saying yours is steam, not just steam. <laughs> yeah, steam, like that. <laughs> that's right, steam. Uh, there's stem and steam, and I, I prefer steam. <laughs> but um, it's so so if people are looking for this to engage on all aspects, um, you know, we have some very interesting topics. Uh, I was talking with someone just uh, recently, and and uh, she was saying that uh, she says, "Well, I'm I'm a uh, I'm an educator." And she said, uh, my re- my response to this once I started looking at it is I don't really know that much, <laughs> and, I, and I don't I didn't we don't want that to be the takeaway, but we want it to be the incentive that when people approach this topic, you know, and we talk about the great migration to the north and then to the west, you know, that it, all the different topics, uh, the Harlem Renaissance, and we even have a whole section in there, Carrie, that I think you'll love. Is is what about taking back the hair care and beauty industry? Well, that's coming um, and, up in uh, our next segment. <laughs> <laughs> we have a whole I, section I on I'd that in the that textbook. On you a little later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, that's that's on my mind. That's all. It's uh, the inclusive nature of the textbook. Walter, textbook Well, yes, I just wanted to say no. we didn't have an opportunity to talk about um, our advisory board. But hopefully we can do that next time we uh, come back on. We have incredible people like Kathy Hughes, um, Benjamin Crump. Um, we oh, have, all my favorite uh, folks. Ag- oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Uh, Bryson, the grandson of, I mean, great grandnephew of uh, Annie Malone. Yeah. You'll know yeah. Annie Malone. Joel has done a lot of extensive work regarding her and a host of other wonderful people. But I want to leave with. Um, Celebrating you, Carrie, because I know that ah. you bring so many people, you give so many accolades, you know, through your work. But I want to give you an accolade. You know, just ah. my short time of knowing you and hearing you and hearing about you and uh, researching you as well, you are truly a merchant of hope. You carry hope in the, for, for so many people's lives, you know. And I can hear that hope in your voice, your heart, your soul, and your spirit. And I just want to wish you the best always. That's very kind. Thank you very much. It means a lot. I appreciate that. And I have to tell you, when I hear those names and, you know, uh, Kathy Hughes, she's been my, you know, starting out in radio and being one of my favorite folks in radio. And back when I didn't see many folks who are uh, African-American doing that and just being such a a big uh, forerunner out there. Um, I'm just blown away, and 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 Benjamin Crump has been on my show. He's been on our broadcast, just like you guys, and so I uh, had a chance to chat with him, of course, and and uh, even uh, uh, Akbar, I think uh, the gentleman, he's I've chatted with him as well. So and Annie Malone, all of this comes full circle. So I just have to say um, I'm blown away. And again, uh, I want to thank you guys personally. Uh, this book is important, Black History 365. The website is bh365.org. You need to get a copy of this book. And we're going to make sure that you do that. And uh, if you need to be put in touch, and i got to say this last thing, uh, Dr. Freeman, I have to say, I had told everybody, I'd put it out on Facebook that uh, – you were coming back to the show, and I posted all this about uh, Black History 365, the book and the picture and all of that. And my brother, uh, Dr. Leroy Hines, who the listeners out there know, he's been with us many times. He's a trained economist and all of this. He's deep in uh, history and uh, studying all of this. And 
he rarely, uh, you know, pipes up to ask me about anything. Uh, you know, he sees my radio show, uh, you know, guests from time to time. This was the only time he said, you must introduce me to Dr. Freeman. He didn't know about you at wow. that time, Dr. Milton. <laughs> no, I'm okay. I'm okay. He, he, and I said, I, I kid you not, he said to make sure. So I said, well, when I speak with you, I'm going to get your permission, <laughs> but I'm going to introduce him to you guys because I think that uh, he's, um, Dr. Leroy Hines, he's been out there, and as I said, the listeners know, uh, he always comes on and gives us all kind of, uh, you know, in terms of current affairs and all that wonderful good stuff. But I have to say, I think, uh, I think uh, he's definitely, you guys, you definitely going to have a great time. That's all I can say. This is that's amazing work. So thank you so much. And you guys out there are going to have to stay tuned. For the next part of this uh, episodal arc uh, with these amazing guys, again, it's my pleasure to thank Dr. Joel A. Freeman and Dr. Walter Milton Jr. for being part of uh, this broadcast today. Again, the book is Black History 365. Thank you, gentlemen, for being with us. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, Stay with us, folks. We've got a lot more of the Hair Radio Morning Show to go. (laughs) 